0: federated insurance welcome back to part two of our what why and how on leadership series with Sam Sala here on the elite business advice podcast if you haven't listened to part one, and we Sam and I kind of define what is leadership, right? So go back, listen to last week's episode. Part two here today is gonna be all about why is leadership important? And then on next week's episode, we're gonna wrap up the series with how do you actually develop your leadership and become a better leader in your business and organization. Uh, and back in, in last week's episode, Sam and I kind of talked through, you know, the definition of what is leadership. I think that's a great foundational piece to get a good understanding on this topic of leadership, right, leadership can be kind of a buzzword. Everybody knows they need to become a better leader, um, but I think understanding what it is, we kind of go through some examples uh, in, in that episode on on what is leadership and, and how do you become better with that? And so today we're going to break down why is it important? And the reason why I wanted to, to make this the the focus on today's episode is because if you can understand why leadership is important to get your business from where you're at to where you want to go, you're gonna spend the time and resources to invest in yourself and your people. And that's where I think I see a lot of struggles with business owners is they understand leadership's important, but they don't understand why it's so important and so critical to to their success that oftentimes they won't spend the time, the money, the energy in developing themselves as leaders and developing others as leaders, right? They spend that time trying to grow leads in their business, but not necessarily developing their leadership. Uh, And so in today's episode, Sam and I will kind of talk through Why is it important um, to be a a leader at the top, but also for all of your employees and everybody below you to be in a leadership roles, right? Even if you have one painter, you need to start empowering them to be better leaders because I, I don't think the plan is probably for most people to have one painter for the rest of their lives. And so I hope this episode helps. I hope it makes sense on why you should spend your time and resources investing into leadership. This is the Elite Business Advice Podcast. All right, Sam. So we talked a lot in part one, uh, kind of about what leadership is, um, kind of laid a good foundational base of it on, on what we feel kind of makes up a good leader and, and what leadership means to business owners. Why is leadership such an important role in any business and organization though?
1: Cause your leadership is a value proposition for the people that work for you. Ooh, I like that. It's a value proposition. So what value do I bring to you? Um, That is something that we talked a lot about in the last, last episode, how people kind of view that relationship backwards. And that is step one in developing an organizational culture that people want to be a part of. And when that happens, more people want to be a part of it and stay there. And then you start scaling and growing. I love it. Yeah,
0: the there's a couple businesses I know of um, inspired by you. Uh, Corey Cory up in Pennsylvania is really a, a great example of this. They have people seeking them out to come work there because of her leadership and the culture that they've built, mm-hmm. and the way that they exude that on social media, and you know, you're on the right track. So shout out to you, Corey, if you're listening to this, good job, you know, you're on (laughs) track with your leadership. Yeah. um, When you have people saying, hey, are you hiring right now? Right. Um, And that goes to show that that culture and that ripple effect and guess what, it didn't happen overnight. Right? It's been a culmination of probably two to three solid years, four to five, even really, if you think about it, of effort and time and investing in their people and empowering their people. And I think when you stop and think about it, I love that you just use the word value proposition, right? Why would I come work for you compared to three other companies? What, what are you going to do for me as the employee? Right. Right. Um, and we talked a lot about servant leadership last week. And so I think that's key. Why is it important to have great leadership at every level within a company though? Because a lot of people think leadership is the top.
1: No, because they're, So you could have multiple levels of, of leadership or, ma- or management within your organization. The frontline employee may only, which shouldn't be the case, but may only have experience with that last tier of leadership. And that last tier of leadership, if it has deficiencies, and that's not a great leader, his, you know, view of working here, his or her view of working there is going to be negative. And. What do negative people do they tell 10 people about their negative experience yeah. um, at my organization Unwired, we tell the story of our company culture yeah it's a story of how we've been able to change lives and give people opportunities and families opportunities that they never had before so that happens within our org culture within our leadership and then not only you know does that happen we market that we we grab content yeah. and grab you know testimonials interviews if you watch if you see our social media at any point uh, we we tell the story of what it is like my recruiters yeah to work here that's awesome and we get so much interest to come on and we we're, we're still even if someone's interested in coming to work for us they have to pass our personality exam first to see if they fit our profile within our company culture and and the position if they'll fit not only that we go even beyond that we take the profile of the team leader and we match them with the the person Uh that they're going to work for right and that has created less turnover which in turn saves me much you know (laughs) money and training and resources time and it's we we've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars trying to figure this out yeah Uh, and and to be able to scale the way we do you have to have this dialed in but again like that back to what you the question you asked me that frontline employee if they if they don't know who you are there's the first problem right and if i ask you hey how's your company culture what would you you know how would you answer that question if you can't there's a problem
0: or if, if you say the words I think I think my employees like working here yeah, yeah that now
1: when's the last time you asked them right hey how do you like working here
0: is this still a good fit what can Feedback, I do what can I do better yeah what can we do better? I love that. I, we talk a lot about it when it comes to recruiting and stuff on like having structured reviews, you know, new employees, we say seven days, 30, 60, 90, and then quarterly after that with all employees. And that's the questions I always ask is that you got to get vulnerable, but you got to ask them, what can I do better? What can our company do better? Right? Mm -hmm. You're the ones on the front line, maybe working directly with our consumers. What can I do better to support you and make your life easier?
1: You know that, what can I do better? If you, if you chimed into our calls three times a day yeah that has been said probably 30 times a day i love it because and it's not for me no i say it but it's not for me it's from my leadership if the other the other thing is if you're constantly bringing on the wrong leadership that's going to create turmoil within your organization as well so it's important to find the right people
0: yep in, in every level, right, and yeah. get the right people in the right seats. So I love you. You mentioned this. I want to hit on this because this is such a big topic right now that a lot of clients are working through. You talked about your recruiting process. So you guys do the personality assessments, mm-hmm. and you connect the position you're recruiting for with the person they're going to be profiled. Correct. Profile. Yeah. Okay. And you're looking for that complementary like synergy right yeah typically not two of the exact same personalities mm-hmm. or depends on the role obviously um what else is there anything else that you guys do has that really been the key to it is the personality so, assessments and then the, the connection between the
1: two yeah to achieve success first of all you know obviously there's the resume to see if you know they just based on the paper i call right. it that they would be a good fit and they're interested right they my everyone who works for me goes through a background check yeah so they have to pass background so once we're even interested now they take that background before they even get into our get in the door gotcha okay that's not in the door that's getting to the personality yeah. test then they take a personality test cuz we know what region we're hiring for a specific position yeah. we know who that leader, leader is and i want to just throw something in there we don't use the word employee in my organization it's not it's not, even, it's not something that can be said or a word that we will adapt, ad- adopt, right? Yeah. So you're a team member or team leader. That is, that is how we describe everyone who's within our organization. That's powerful. Contractor or employee, they are a team member and or team leader. I like it's that organizational guy. culture. It's the little things that make the difference. So at that point, they pass background. They take a personality. We use predictive index. Okay. Um, and I, like I said, I can get you that information yeah. too if any of your contractors are interested. So we have a profile built for that position and then a profile of that team leader. Yeah. We want to make sure those personalities work. Do yeah. we match them? Magic happens. It's completely a scientific approach <coughs> to hiring people. That's awesome. And we tried it the other way, which is probably the way a lot of your contractors yeah. do it. Very expensive. Waste a lot of time, a lot of resources. But you got to remember, so now you've already done your homework on finding the right person. So you have them. What's next? Your training program. Yep. Your training program has to be you know, for, for starters, for someone to be successful.
0: You need to have a training program. That's yeah. I mean, (laughs) starting at (laughs) like, let's let's get to the bare basics here. For some people listening to this, not everybody, but for some people have a training system and program. Right. And I tell contractors, I'm like, even if it is, you know, there's a lot of great resources out there that some are aware of, you know, PCA painter training videos Mm -hmm. here, um, with the PCA is a huge piece of it. Sherwin Williams also has some additional content. Even if you're just watch a video practice it, work on it, cr- criticize, move on to the next thing, right? Even if you just take two or three days working through some of those things before they even go on a job site, that's better than nothing, right? You may not have a shop space. You may not have something where you can train them in house. You may have to do it, you know, add an easy project for a customer, somebody, you know, something like that. Right. But have a process, have a system in place to say, this is how we walk people through this.
1: Right. And you, like you said, so you have this process and then training those resources that you must invest in to give that team member yep. the best possible chance for success you have If to set any up breakdown in that process puts them at a disadvantage within your organization you'll have more failure, more turnover these are little things you can do. You don't have to have this extravagant like we have an online training portal. Right. We have full time trainers. We didn't start out that way. I just want to let you know, my company started with two people and I was one of them. So, you know, two to two fifty is it's possible, amazing, dude. right? So I'm not I, I want entrepreneurs and contractors who are out there. Don't think that I'm coming to you from a, a large running a large. Or, Listen. All big businesses is, is smaller or is small business, right? Yep. So small. It's just smaller numbers. You know, same processes are applied in a big business as it as as it is in a small business. Have processes. All this is a part of creating success for your employee for your team members, um, if you have employees, uh, and then when they're successful, they're going to tell five or ten people. Yep. And we organically bring on so many people that have worked for us had a great experience and then bring in uncles retired uncles you know you know cousins friends hey referrals left and right that's awesome so organically you know if you're if you have a if you if you're a good employer people will know about it
0: that's awesome um no i I love that point and i think you know, John Maxwell has a, a law of leadership, you know, I feel like he's one of kind of the classic, like, oh, he's my, he's my, he's my favorite. I know, so. I like it. Yeah. Um, you know, 21 irrefutable laws of leadership, but 15 or 17 laws of teamwork. He's got a lot of great content out there. So
1: we just want to add you, yeah. we we actually, with our team leaders weekly, we went over each individual law. Via That's Zoom, awesome. And we, we studied, we went through the book, they all got the book and um, uh, Nick Shaw, who is Who's my director uh director of the indirect channel? He he's the one who took initiative, not me. That's awesome. To to put that out there. And Nick's amazing if he's listening. Uh that is the type of leadership you should want you should hope to get.
0: Empowerment is huge. Um so he has a a law called the law of Mm buy-in, right? And I it's one of my favorites, and I think it's honestly it's one of the most important to have that influence, right? Um, because you need the buy-in from your employees in order to effectively lead them. Uh, and so what are some ways that you guys have seen success with having that law of buy-in, right? It sounds like company culture, the organization, you know, culture that you guys have the, what can we do for you? How can I serve you mentality? But is there anything else that's really helped develop that law of buy-in? Cause success. he also has another, that's good. He also has yeah. another law of momentum. When you build momentum, it's easier to continue moving forward with it, right? But like you said, you start out with two people. Mm -hmm. Business is business, whether you're at two or 250. Um, So how have you guys developed that law buy-in? So success is one piece of it.
1: So at two people, you're a visionary. My vision for this this company is to get to this point. Do you buy into my vision? Do we have shared vision? Which is very important to have. If you're going to scale an organization shared vision is your vision for where the company's going to go, but your people are bought into that vision. And they, and that right there, when they're bought into your vision, they're on board right now, if you, you can sell vision all day long, right? But if you don't have the brass tacks at the end of the day, like this is what we're accomplishing, it, it, it will fizzle out. We have success. We have success stories. We have a process and, and and that works and people have changed their lives literally for them and their families and tell that story and we tell the story and that gains initial interest but then they come in and then they're successful
0: right.
1: and it's real and what happens right so now you've been giving it you know you've been you've been pitched this opportunity the opportunity worked out yeah. So now how bought in are you, you think? Right. Super bought in. So what are you doing when you're not at work? You're telling everybody about it. Yep. Right? So success is important. Now, if you can't be successful, don't expect them to be successful. That's good. Right? So it's it's really important that you're honest with yourself about where you're at. You're not going to hire your way out of a problem. No. So
0: no, that's good. Well I think y- you just mentioned casting vision, and I think this is a huge piece of leadership because again, when it's you and two or three or you and one or nobody, right, right you have to cast vision so that people see the opportunity and why they want to stay with you, right? And that's one thing we're really pushing with a lot of our clients right now is most people that are looking for painting jobs, assume they're just looking for a painting job and that's what they're going to do, whether they consciously or subconsciously think this. Mm -hmm. They assume this is just what I'm going to do for the next five years, right? They don't see the vision of, hey, I might come in as a painter for a year, but then I have the opportunity to grow and become a a team leader, right? Mm -hmm. And then I have the opportunity to grow and, and become part of the leadership team, right? Um, you know, as a production manager, an estimator, you know, a general manager, a a branch manager for a region, like there's so many opportunities. And I think that's where I see a lot of contractors, you know, as we're talking about, I love that this actually is pivoting into kind of recruiting talk too, Mm -hmm. because a lot of contractors, they just, here's what I need. Here's your job description. There is no, you know, apprenticeship pathway on how you can grow within our company. If people saw the vision before they even submitted their resume, you're probably going to get a lot more attention and you're going to attract more of the right people rather than just hey here's the job description you know 40 hours a week must be able to lift 20 pounds have a driver's Mm -hmm. license like no you need that but you also need the vision along with it so i love that you bring that up because no matter how big or small you guys are still in vision today for all your people and how they continue to grow
1: yeah and vision can change i mean if you're you know if if your organization is a stairwell and it's two steps into the door (coughs) you know you haven't set a value proposition that someone's gonna be interested in, right? Yep. You want you want that stairwell to be so far up that they have this opportunity to, to climb up right the ladder. And I think that I think that it goes so much goes into that, you know, the hiring process, the way you compensate people, your organizational culture, which is all connected to those two things, and how you lead. Yep. Um, have you I mean, when's the last time you shared your vision with your employees? Right. Hey, this is what this is what I want to do. You know, uh, Chris's painting company. You know, this is where I see us in five years. Yeah. What do you guys think? Do you want to be a part of that? Does that excite you that I want to be this big and have this many jobs and have this many people and I want to maybe even one day hire a trainer and maybe a a manager and, and you know they get them excited about what what your vision is. Right. Because if you're excited about it. And you share it with them, you'd be surprised at how excited they'll get about it. Yeah. And just want to let you know, it's it's proven that people will work for less if they like who they work for. It's it's a fact. Yes. If you if if your value proposition is that paycheck on Friday and that hourly wage and that's it, you're gonna lose people.
0: Yep. That's oh, that's such a good point. I there's so many people that need to hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, Leadership, I think, can be also defined as like effective delegation. Right. We talked in the sure. last episode about tasks um, and obviously, as you've grown from two to 250. Right. There's more leaders in between you and, and the front line people mm-hmm. out serving your customers. What are some key principles you've you know, found work well when it comes to effective delegation? I know you said in the last episode you don't micromanage. I know that's a huge one, uh, but it sounds like you empower your people really well. How have you been able to do that? I don't anymore? overshadow
1: them yeah so as the ceo so if you have a director of sales or a president of somewhere in your organization or a manager right and you're and the manager is trying to delegate and manage a group of five people but you're constantly coming over that manager's back giving maybe a different message or maybe even you know casting a louder message than him while he's trying to you know get buy-in from his team so you know your title in itself can can debilitate your manager's ability to be an effective manager because you're micromanaging his tasks or hers tasks and those ground level employees do not see him as a manager anymore they see you you know i always get it all the time I don't want to just be the business. I'm always the business. It always comes back to me, no matter who I hire. The customers want to talk to me, the you've created that, right? You've created a company culture that's all about you. And now guess what? Every customer issue comes to you, (laughs) right? Every employee doesn't want to talk to the person you hired. They want to talk to you. You know, it's like you, you haven't, you haven't delegated, um, the The responsibilities properly and at the end of the day you know entrepreneurs just have to let go man like when you have the right person let them do their thing yeah is it going to be like there's a they may not manage the same way you do they may not lead the same way you do but that's okay
0: yeah well and I think I you know I talk a lot about the term empower in with leadership too right you have to empower because There's going to be times when you're going to, you know, have someone in your leadership team, somebody you hire, right? Maybe there's a a painter in that situation that you hire and they have an idea and they say, Hey, what do you think about if we did it like this? And there might be a time that you've done that you've tried it. It didn't work. I think you still have two decisions. You say, Hey, it didn't work well for us, but why don't you give it a shot? And maybe you're seeing something differently that we didn't see at least then they feel justified and they understand if it doesn't work out, why, and why you may not do it that way but I, why not try it? Right. Cause we're, you know, growing here and, and, you know, we're in the process of hiring our, you know, an advisor full time here right now, you know, and they asked a question about like, well, what do you think if like, would this work? And I'm like, let's find out. Like, I don't know. Like I just know what I've learned the last five years of doing this and what's gotten to kind of this system and this pattern that we're in right now with our clients. But I don't want to keep it that way for the next 40 years. Right. I want yeah. somebody that's like, Hey, they see something from a different perspective. Could this be a benefit to our clients? Yeah, I really think it could be beneficial. Why not try it and let's do it and let's get some feedback after a few months and decide if that's a new piece of our business or not.
1: Yeah, I, I, I've seen entrepreneurs say, oh, well, I want it done my way. My way, yeah. everything's me, my, I. No, no. Right? How can we do this better? That's how I would approach it. Yeah. Even if I know my way is the right way, look, let's, let's look at your way of doing it. Let's look at this. Would it be better this way or this? Let's talk about it. Maybe right. together we can figure out a better way. Yep. That's the difference between someone who says, I want it done my way, this way. Because again, who's gonna take a level of ownership within an organization if, if everything's about that principal entrepreneur, like the right. way they want things done? Um, sure, we all have ways that we want our businesses ran and things yeah. done. But you will never, you will always be the business. You will always, everything will rotate around you. And you'll drive yourself absolutely crazy with it. And you're going to wish you empowered more so you weren't in that situation. Okay. Um, I see it all the time. I see it all the time. It's because, it's. you know what it is? It's pride. Because what it is, is we started, pride you start though. the business, you made the sacrifices, you did all this, you know, you. this is my baby. Yep. So why would I let someone else carry my baby or walk my baby? Yeah. I, I I can't, it's gotta be the way I do it. Right.
0: Yeah. Like, I you hate know. to tell you, but you yeah. don't always know best.
1: You don't. And and the thing is, I don't know what it is. Like, I think when you start a business, you automatically think, you know, everything. Yeah. Right. And, and until you fail he, big, you know, like I have, right. I have to pick my, pick myself up and redo right. it again. It, you never really know. Right. right. Um, because at the end of the day, if, if, if everything is me, I, my, you work for me, you do it my way, th- that will all create a company culture that no one wants to be a part of, and they will only be there for the dollar you pay them.
0: Yep. And I think we see that more in society today that people want the empowerment. They want the flexibility. They, we need intrapreneurs, right? We yeah. talk a lot about entrepreneurs. We need intrapreneurs, yeah. which for those of you guys that may not know, the definition is people that have an entrepreneur mind inside an organization, sure. right? The ability to think of new ways to do things and, and be, that's how you get better. That's how you get more productive. That's how you get more efficient, which guess what? That means that's how you become more profitable, right? right? You want people that don't just say, okay, yeah, no, this is how you told me to do it. So I'm gonna do it this way for the next seven years. Like, is there a better way to do it? You need those people in your organization, right? And when you create that culture, as you've gone back to, that's what will perpetuate you to a higher level moving forward in your business.
1: Right. You have to decide if, if you want the business to be about you and you're going to always be the <clears throat> the final yeah door, right? Yep. Or you want it to be about other people and grow and scale and have a life one day right. beyond, because we all know when you start a business, you have no life. If you're <laughs> yep. doing it right. There's a season of grinding. If you're, if you're doing it right, yep. you have no, you have no time, very little money. Yep. And that's just a fact. Right. Like I, I've yet to see someone who just opens a business and has both those. Yeah, it, It's, it's not real. It's and not usually real.
0: If it does, it lasts for about six months. Yeah. And
1: yeah. like I said, we all know that vast majority of businesses fail. Yeah. Unfortunately.
0: So, so I would love to go into the conversation. We don't have enough time for this. Um, the Southwest meltdown. I oh. love the episode you guys did on this. It was so good. Again, <laughs> check out a call to leadership. Um, you guys were extra bitter about it. Cause you were in the middle of the meltdown. So I, yeah. I feel for you on that. Um, but do you feel like leadership is sometimes accepting your mistakes and owning up to them and growing from them no matter what?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a you have to be humble enough to know when you, when something didn't go right and, yeah. and own up to it, <clears throat> even as you know, the, the, the owner or the principal, right. We're, we're human beings. Yeah. We make mistakes. And I think human nature is to forgive. Yeah. Right. And I think
0: if you do own up to it, people are more forgiving.
1: Yeah. We were, yeah. I mean, we, <laughs> I've been flying Southwest forever. I mean, loyal Southwest flyer yeah. business select, you know, f- forever. You know, I, that's, I if didn't go there at one point. I just wouldn't go there. Yeah that's how loyal I was. And then it's, and you could see where the leadership change happened yep. and his style was so much different than the previous yep. CEO and how he was trying to increase profits, sacrificing obviously a lot of very important things. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and he lost a lot of people, but. I think you can apply that to any business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: exactly. If it makes you feel any better, my experience with Air Canada two weeks ago, their system is just as bad. I
1: did see that your Facebook post. Yeah, I I still have my
0: luggage. It's been two (laughs) weeks. So um, we're going through some stuff with them right now. So so so, the West looks great right now. Uh, (laughs) um, Right. Last question I got for you on this episode, Sam. So John Maxwell talks a lot about the law of explosive growth Mm -hmm. uh, as we've referenced him earlier. And he says, basically, if you want to grow, lead followers. And Mm -hmm. if you want to multiply lead leaders, Um, how have you applied this in your business as you're talking about growing your leadership, which we'll hop hop into more on next week's episode. How have you focused on growing leaders in your business aside from, obviously it's still important to just growing followers or, Mm -hmm. you know, people on the lower end of of the org chart.
1: Yeah, The first step is to have the right leadership and then people will follow your leadership and you'll scale. I have not, Uh, all all my team out there nick minoge travis um these these guys are just ruben i mean these guys are are a players and i don't skimp on leadership i you know pay the right people what they're worth
0: you get and i get the
1: results at the end of the day your leadership will define your success yeah that's it so if you have bad leadership, you're going to have bad results. You have great leadership, you'll have great results. And, you know, I I have been fortunate to have the opportunity to develop and bring on amazing leadership that understands our company culture and has adopted and bought into it yeah. to be great leaders within our organization and to create more followers that want to be a part of it. But we, our followers have the same amazing opportunity as our leadership, does. You could argue they have more actually of an opportunity. So what's your value proposition? Yeah. And you really need to ask yourself that question.
0: Yeah, I love you. You totally get what you pay for, right? There's a time to maybe quote overpay for a position, knowing what that's going to allow you to do on a much larger scale. Right, right. Um, Again, I'm 100% transparent with everybody listening to this is we're growing through you know, this year, it's we've been incredibly blessed over the last two years, you know, just massive growth in our company. And that's the that's the conversation I'm having right now we have somebody that's interested, it's a little bit more than where I really feel comfortable. But it's a no, like, I'm not even thinking twice about it. Like, if he wants the position, it's his, and we're going to make it work, because I know it's going to take us to the next level Mm -hmm. more than just get somebody in here to help work with our clients. Like I right. know he's the right person for it and we got to do what you got to do. Right.
1: Yeah. To, to kind of piggyback on that, how great your leadership is, you know, you can apply this to, to leadership and your organization. You know, they always say, show me your friends yeah. and I'll show you what you'll, who, what you'll end up like. Yeah. So who you surround yourself with have a direct impact on yourself, yeah. on where you go. Exactly your organization is the same way. Show me your leadership and I'll show you where you'll end up.
0: A hundred percent. I think if most, if more business owners worked on their leadership, I would argue that everybody would have massive success in the next two years. Yeah, and
1: they may not know. So, th- so this is, what's great about this podcast. And Chris, I've known you, man, I've known you since you started in business yeah. and you, you you've, I'm so proud of where you're at now, I appreciate um, it. but you have owned that. I want to get better. Yeah. Ever since you know I knew you in college you you were always wanting to to grow and get better and learn and read books and be a part of leadership organizations and do seminars and things like that. There is so much out there right now you know get a mentor, get a coach uh you know listen to podcasts you know instead of you know listening to k c ninety five while right. you're sending emails like turn on a leadership podcast yeah. and just unconscious there's an unconscious information that you'll bring in just yes. by you know lately i've just been you know putting on podcasts of, of great leaders and yep. listening to their podcasts and just it it just keeps me dialed in yep. right um you know better yourself it's okay to spend money yep. to learn stuff yep. it's, it's okay tax write off anyways tax write off yeah you know Talk you to go to co- about that yeah yeah you know it's funny you spend you know six figures to go to college to maybe get a degree hopefully you can apply it somewhere and, and pay your debt off and then yeah. get a you know well the old american dream right? right get a job and then retire which is we all know is different now yeah. if you're an entrepreneur you know in the trenches invest in yourself yeah put yourself through entrepreneurial college leadership college right. you know if, if you're an entrepreneur out there and you're not in, in any type of mastermind group uh you know listening leadership podcasts in any courses You need to do that now.
0: Yep. Start now. I love it, man. Well, I appreciate your insight on on this episode. I'm really excited to dive exactly into that. So thanks for segueing this perfectly for next week's episode. How do you become a better leader? That's going to be the whole topic of next week. So I appreciate you, Sam.
1: No problem. Thanks for having me.